She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! everybody and welcome back this is episode 40 of co-workers killing time the big four all yes this week we are covering urban legends from illinois and indiana so we're making our way through all 50 states we're getting there yeah we're doing it so i covered illinois and robin did indiana so i guess we can just do our taking turns yeah so the first thing that i have is allerton mansion in monticello illinois So it says both the mansion and the park, which is named Robert Allerton Park, are open to the public and are said to be haunted. The mansion's ghost, like many other stories we cover, is a lady in white. Shockingly. Yeah, yeah. A lady in white ghost is seen. So many of them. I know. Apparently, Victorian ladies loved their white. Or I don't even know if this is Victorian because we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. She is believed to be a former guest of the mansion and has been frequently seen in the guest room putting on her gloves and hat. So one report I read said that they saw her through a window on the grounds. Like they looked up into the window and Mm -hmm. saw her putting on her gloves and her hat. But other reports said like, no, just walking into the room, you see her in there putting on her gloves and hat. Okay. So that's either way is scary. And then she's also heard walking up and down the stairs in the house. And then some people have seen her near the pond in the park. So she's like the thing that haunts everything. Wow. Which is weird. So then I was like, okay, well, she was a guest, but who is Robert Allerton? Yeah. So it says Robert Allerton lived from, and this seems so strange to me. Like, I know it makes sense mathematically, but it just seems really weird was born in 1873 and died in 1964. It seems like such a huge span of time. Yeah. Although I was born in 1985, will die in like hopefully the late 2000s-ish. Yeah. And I'm sure people will be like, whoa, that's a huge span of time. I know, it does. It is weird to look at that like, (laughs) oh, wow. So he was the heir of First National Bank of Chicago co-founder Samuel Allerton. So that's how he had so much uh, money and things and properties. And he was a well-known philanthropist. And this park was only one of the many sites he left behind for the enjoyment of the public. So like around the Chicago area, he started many different things. And there was even one thing that he started in Hawaii that people could go to. Very cool. Yeah. So that's. That's it. That's the That reminds me of my, when my grandmother died, she died in my aunt and grandmother's house. Mm -hmm. And my cousin had told me a while after she died that they would hear like her hands coming down the banister, like hear her rings. Mm -hmm. Because she used to like slide her hands down the banister and you'd hear like her rings. Oh, that's creepy. And that they would hear that on occasion. Yeah. Like after she died. So when you said like coming, you said something about Going down, down the, up and down the stairs, so it's yeah. Just in a different way, but that they would hear. So her. she's still a ghost. That's still a ghost. Interesting. And she's, I'm sure, a very benevolent ghost. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Graham would cause any harm. No. Well, sometimes I'm here at night and everyone in my house is sleeping, and I hear what distinctly sounds like footsteps from down here because we're downstairs in my house when we're recording. But like, I'm obviously upstairs in my room, but yeah. obviously no one's in my house. Well, I don't know. 
I well, think there's things. no physical. I human. think there are things. So, but not a physical. No, not entity. a physical entity. No, but I something. Think you, I think there's paranormal. <laughs> there's activity. something going on in here for sure. Um, so I have Indiana, and this one is called the Crossley Monster. There's Bigfoot and the Yeti, and then there's the Crossley Monster of Indiana. Reports of this Sasquatch-type creature began more than a decade ago and still come in today. Can I just say, doesn't everybody have, like, a Sasquatch-type? Yes. I think if you have any woods at all in your state, which yeah. y'all but, do. But uh, we don't really have a lot of things, like, about that here, yeah. surprisingly, because there's so many woods there's, here. Yeah, And it's really think. not, a, like, a New England thing. Yeah. Like, it's, maybe it's more... Maybe West, it's more Midwest. like Midwest, Pacific, Northwest. Could be that. Those who encounter it are usually, it's in the woods. <laughs> Duh. So. <laughs> no, they're on the ocean, and it, it starts, rises out of the water like a submarine. It's, well, there's those too, though. It starts with a rustling of leaves or branches. You'll think it's just a deer or a rabbit, but then the rustling gets to be so much that you know it must be something bigger. Those who have seen this report red glowing eyes, matted fur, and a gigantic body like that of an ape. He could come out from everywhere, anywhere, so be careful and think twice before investigating every sound you hear in the forest. As if I wasn't already a little spooked about living in the woods. Right, know? and now you hear like a tree branch snap yeah. and you're like... And we hear it all the time. So. And but also, who is like, oh, I heard a tree branch snap Let me go over check. there. I'm going to go check what it is. Let I mean, maybe look. people hunting, but like not me. Okay. Never me. Well... Sometimes I do hear that noise, but also, you know, it's like a tree falling or a branch yeah, falling. Right. And I do run to the door to look out. <laughs> but would I go out like if it was at night by myself? I would not. I think right. I would get, I would get reinforcements. No. And say, Let's but I mean, check like when out. we, when we go like hiking or I'm, I'm sure when my husband goes mountain biking, but I don't mountain bike because I'm too clumsy. But when we go hiking on like rails to trails or yeah. somewhere like that where it's really wooded and you hear like the, the animals break a twig, you don't go investigate that. No. Because I don't want to go find a squirrel, but I definitely don't want to find a deer. And I definitely don't want to find, like, a bear. Or a person. Because that's happening more you. and more now. I never think it's a person. It's Thank probably going to be a person at some point because I never think it's a person. But the bear thing is happening more and more. My yes. husband went to his friend's house the other night, and he sent me a video from his friend's house. The bear was in his friend's yard eating trash and, like, stood up and was very close to where my husband was filming him and, like, looked behind some stuff, like, stood up. I, I don't know if it was, like, on a car or a grill or something, yeah. but, like, peeked up over on its hind legs really Ooh. tall and then, like, got down, went back and started eating the trash again. And I'm like, no. Okay, so I do want to see a bear, a bear mm -hmm. like, live, but not very close to me. But they are all around our towns. I'm hearing about right. you know reading about people seeing seeing them. But we and we have so many woods in our area. I can't believe we haven't. Right. We've never seen that. And I want to see a moose sometime. Yeah. Well, the moose uh, I don't think you're going to see here. But the no. bear, there's a chance. Every time we go up north, though, I do. I just scan the woods as we're you know <laughs> as Steve's driving. I'm like, oh, there's going to be a moose someday. Yeah. I know. It'll Maybe happen. someday that will happen. Maybe someday. But uh, just onto the hiking and hearing noises and thinking it's a person. So there was literally this one time when Stephen and I were hiking and I just we just thought we had this conversation like if you are a serial killer mm -hmm. this is a place to be because right. no you know there's there's lots of places for you to sort of hide out and people are not really expecting people to be hiding in the woods right. except I am because that's how my brain thinks and I just remember like there are just 
I remember walking through that one trail and I thought, Christ, if if I was a woman alone, well, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I would yeah. honestly never, even with my little cute pink mace that I have, and it, it's very cute, I would never walk through the woods right. by myself because you're very vulnerable. So that's no, why I, I think agree. But killers. we have talked about that on another episode yeah. too, because we were talking about all the disappearances at the like national parks. Yes. And how people say like, Oh, they could be like a supernatural cause, but more than likely it's probably like serial killers sure. because it's so remote and people just like go and like willingly camp there in the middle of nowhere. And, and they're like, not, I don't think they, they, they don't prepare for, they don't think anything bad is going to no, happen. No. You know, they just think, oh, we're here and it's beautiful and let's drink and get stoned or whatever right. and totally not be on guard. Right. That there's exactly. a serial killer that could kill us. So exactly. that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> so my next story is kind of funny. It's like, it's not because it's horrible, but kind of funny. So you'll see why. Let it go to the end before you say anything. Okay. And you'll see why. In 1991 in Chicago, multiple children reported a clown, which I don't like clowns, no. going by the name Homie. Cruising the streets in a creepy van, luring children to come to the van. The legend spread throughout Chicago that the clown was a child predator looking to sexually assault and murder the children. While the clown was never caught, the sightings report, and this is what I thought of the first thing when I heard Homie the Clown, uh, sightings report that his outfit was based on the hilarious Damon Wayans sure. clown, Homie yeah. the Clown, and he actually carried a sock like the character did also. Wow. Okay. Crazy. That's crazy. So, but like I like I said, they never caught him, and it was just a myth around Chicago that there was a clown dressed like Homie the Clown driving around trying, trying to lure children. Kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. And like maybe murder them, maybe sexually assault them. I but you don't know because maybe both. It wasn't real, apparently. Right. Allegedly. I, yeah. Okay. So, I but I, I, the funny part is the homie the clown thing because that is actually really I grew up funny. watching in Living Color, yes. so that was very funny. Yes, I love, I love in Living Color. Okay, so I have another one. It's called the house that smells like death. Okay, the Hannah House, which is a historic mansion in Indianapolis that su- supposedly gives off the ghostly stench of death. And human decay. Gross. According to local lore, in the 1950s, staunch abolitionist Alexander Moore Hanna owned and built the house. Hanna participated in the Underground Railroad and often had groups of escaped slaves hiding in the basement. One night, a lantern knocked over, setting fire to the basement. The slaves were trapped and several burned to death. The smell of death lingers in the basement to this day. In addition to this, guests report other paranormal activity, such as doors opening... And closing and mysterious voices. Now, this man was a bachelor till he was 51. He's very, very, mm-hmm. very wealthy. Like okay. a huge, you know, familial wealth. At 51, he got married. And then a short time after that, his wife gave birth to a stillborn. And after their deaths, the home was... Um, the home was used as an antique shop and then it was also empty for many years. Then it was somebody bought it and then they used it for uh, ha- like haunted house type themed parties and fundraisers and things like that then after that happened that's when like the paranormal activity they say is really what made it start now i feel like it probably started long before that right because a haunted house themed fundraiser is i don't believe that that's alone is going to summon 
<laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were already How dare there. you host a fundraiser making fun of me? Like, I'm triggered yeah. from beyond the grave. Because you know? it's not like somebody went there. I mean, if, right. from the stuff I read, anyway. They went there, you know, trying to summon spirits. Right. They were having a themed fundraiser. So. Right, exactly. I just don't think that that... Well, it, it was sounds like it. the Delphine LaLaurie house in New Orleans. Yep. Like, we did the episode on yep. that where the slaves died, and then now, like, a company owns the house, but their yes. house is, like, haunted in, like, a creepy way yep. and bad way. But now, like, a company ho- owns the house and hosts parties there. Like, right. that's what they do with it. So, like, all these haunted houses are just party houses. I will say, if somebody invited me to a party there, I would go. I would go to a party there. Yeah. I would not stay over. No. But I would go to one of the parties just to, like, go inside and be like, well, I've been inside here and I've seen it. Now, are you the type of person, would you go off on your own, like, down a side hallway or up the stairs or try and... All by myself? Yeah. No. Investigate or anything like that? Okay, no. Because when we were at the Lizzie Borden house, I went, like, zero places by myself. Even walking to the bathroom, I was like, please, can somebody come with me? Yeah. If I had to go to the front door, I'm like, I can't walk there alone. (laughs) I would never have even thought about going out into the parking lot and getting, you know, going to the car for any reason. Just... No. See, so. that I would, the the reason no. that I wouldn't at the LaLaurie house is because people have been injured there during the parties. Like, really? people have, like, fallen out of windows and, like, broken their arms and, like, things that, because they say, like, the house is bad luck. In mysterious ways? Yeah, or? I touched on this in the episode. Like, like, that's why they stopped having the parties for a while, because... Like, bad luck things were happening to anybody who went there. So I definitely would not wander around that. Yeah. But, like, Lizzie Borden House, a lot of people go there and, like, nothing has happened to anybody who's going there. Yes, like, sightings and things. Yeah. But, like, nothing physically bad has happened. So I might be like, oh, I'm going to look in this room by myself. Right. You don't have to worry about broken bones. Yeah. I mean, I did get overcome with terrible stuff. And your friend was possessed apparently. Yeah. Apparently. She she has some moments there. (laughs) Totally like not being herself, but no, none of us fell or anything like that. And we did talk about this episode. Our episode called Getting Scared is Better with Friends. We talked about Robin and her friend Amy, who was actually on the episode, going to the Lizzie Borden house. Yes. It's it's worth a listen if you didn't listen to it Definitely go back and listen to that one if you want more insight into that one. Yeah, for sure. So my last one I have is probably my favorite story because it's the oldest. And I actually found this. It was published in 1946. So the legend goes, this is the Tower Rock Lover's Leap. The legend took place before white people entered the region. And it goes to say that an Indian girl fell in love with a brave man from another tribe. The two tribes were at war, however, and Tower Rock was the young lover's meeting place. The two refused to let the war stop them or come between them. Uh, And one time when they were meeting, two braves from the woman's tribe came and caught them at the rock, killed her lover, and the girl subsequently jumped from the rocks into the river below and drowned. And people say that on spring days, when the water swells around the rock and swirls, people report hearing moaning and wailing, which is the maiden mourning her lost love. But, so I was like, oh, that's kind of like a sad, bittersweet story. But in doing more research... There is a website called gothichorrorstories.com, and they have an article called The Witchery Arts, and it says, Why Do Lovers Leap? Native American Myths, 
and a lookout from Rock City High above Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it says Mark Twain wrote in the 19th century that there were 50 locations along the Mississippi River that claimed the title of the Lover's Leap. In fact, they are spread out not only across this country, but others as well. No one knows where, or even if there was a place where this legend springs from, a single source that inspired the memory that named the rest. The legend is eerily similar across the country. It usually involves Native Americans, star-crossed love, and either a leap to join a lover who has been lost to death or other circumstances, or a leap together to avoid separation. Even Native Americans, it seems, had a gothic heart. So that's pretty interesting that that's like a known urban legend throughout history because most of the other ones that correlate like the gray ladies the white ladies all of that stuff the thing where they're driving in a car and a ghost pops in or like somebody gets on a bus and then they drive and the person's gone like none of those are like known urban legends with a backstory but that one is so pretty cool i thought that was pretty neat because i had never to mark twain yeah shout out mark (laughs) twain but i had never heard who's all who's from connecticut well his house is in connecticut he's not from connecticut I just thought that that was interesting because we how many stories have we done now where it's yeah. the same story, basically, but this is actually like a, somebody has delved into this a little yeah. more. That's pretty cool. So. I mean, I wonder that, too, because I, I think there's some recurring themes mm-hmm. so far as we've gone through right. the states. You know, they're very similar, like the the Sasquatch or, you know, to some yes, of them. Yes, of course. Sea. Usually there's a woman of the sea or a man yeah. of the sea or something like that, but. Perhaps the most famous haunted house in Indianapolis is called the House of the Blue Lights, where millionaire, this man's name is Skiles E. Test. That's where he lived and owned that house. Uh, Rumors and legend about the house began in the 1930s and include narratives about the old man who preserved his first wife in a glass coffin. Gross. Surrounded by blue lights. Okay. Another version has Tess's wife on a sarcophagus in an airtight room. Despite all efforts to play down the validity of the legends, the narratives continue to be recounted even after the house was demolished in 1978 said that they were blue Christmas lights because this guy, Skiles Tess, loved the color blue. Mm-hmm. And, pe- you know, there were teenagers who used to park on the street because everybody would try and creep in to see if... Right, of fit. course. Well, his the truth is that his two ex-wives long outlived him. Neither of them died before oh, okay. him. I was wondering so there if was, there was a body found yeah, when he there died. Was, there was absolutely no truth to the story, <laughs> but because of, of the legend of, of it, course. kids and all kinds of people would go onto this man's property. Right, they would hop his fence. They'd go in his pool. Yep. They would do all of this stuff, peering in his windows, trying to see this glass, you know, coffin yeah. that did not exist. Well, isn't that another urban legend, too, on top of itself, is, like, the urban legend of, like, the creepy neighbor who does something? Like, I loved Sandlot growing up, and they were like, oh, the creepy neighbor, and then it turned out, like, he was a really nice guy. Yes. So. Well, that's, that's, like, Home Alone. Yeah. The same, like, yep. ooh, you mm-hmm. know, it's worse than it is. But so, it, it got so so bad that that he would go and like stay in his pool house oh, okay. because people yep. would break into this man's yeah that's horrible you know into his property and just demolish it and do all kinds of crap which i just don't understand but anyway the woman did not actually die, die. he passed away on march 19th 1964 and was buried in his family lot in crown hill cemetery a few days later the estate sale that followed was nearly as legendary as the house itself an estimated 50,000 people showed up to buy what? to buy like his 
pieces. That's how famous the story That's was. Crazy, isn't that nuts? So they came to bid on all his all of his items that he had accumulated throughout his years, but mostly to get an up close look at his property. And when the sale was over, a bank took control of the property. They drained the pool and fenced it off, and they they started uh, like raising the buildings. So I okay. think it was said it was the vast property was basically demolished in the seventies. So. Right. Is that what I said? Yeah, I you already said it. that. Yeah. So it was like completely gone. And now I believe it's like a preserve because he, he left it in his will that he wanted it to be used for good. Oh, but I just feel good. so bad for that man. Like, yeah. That's something I had not really read um, in other stories that mm-hmm. we've talked about that people are just like, right. would not leave this person alone. And every, could you, I don't know, could you imagine living your life and you always have people on your property no. looking in your windows? And trying to come in your house. Trying to no. get in your house. Oops. And trying to jump in your pool. No. No. So I thought that was pretty crappy. That is pretty crappy so, and weird. So that's one of, I guess, the most famous. But that's house pretty much light, like so. society because I was reading the article, an article today, because I saw yesterday on TikTok that JoJo Siwa had posted that thing yeah. about how Candace Cameron, Cameron was the rudest celebrity she ever met. Yes. And, you know, okay, whatever. I get it that she's like super Christian and whatever. Yeah. But she everything I've ever seen about her... Everyone says how nice she is. Yes. So, like, I don't understand that. And a lot of people were saying in the comments, like, this is what's wrong with society. And, again, I don't know what happened. Allegedly, this is what people were saying, not me. Um, They were like, this is what's wrong with society. These newer people who get famous from different avenues. And, like, yes, JoJo Siwa was on Dance Moms and Nickelodeon everything. But now she's most famous for YouTube. She is an influencer. She's not an actual, like, celebrity. She's most known as an influencer. Right. And a lot of the influencers, if you don't know who they are, are heinously offended. Yeah. So, like, people are like, do you think it could be a little bit of this? Like, that maybe she didn't know who she was And she was heinously offended by that. Because the first time they met was on, I believe they were saying the Drew Barrymore talk show in 2019. And they were saying like, oh, this is bad because this is what happens to people. Like people shame them for something. And then rabid fans come and are like, ah! And like Candace Cameron's only response was like, here's a Bible verse about like God bringing is the my truth rock to light and like yeah. yeah and like all that stuff because it's like yeah what realistically aside from being super christian yeah what has she done that's been controversial in her right. career nothing right but also that doesn't mean she wasn't right. rude to her in some right. way it just means right and it maybe she caught her at a bad moment maybe she was kind of bitchy to her in the green but room again, who knows being jojo you siwa know? you have to know that making that tiktok you're not just casually you're starting some shit. Right. And you're doing yeah. it to somebody who's much no. more famous than you. Yeah. And been around a long time. Right. And the other people that she put in the video, it's like everything else you said was nice. Was, was so kind. that's like ridiculous. Except yeah. the SpongeBob thing, which people are saying is like, like saying Nickelodeon screwed her over, but she still works with Nickelodeon. So again, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Just leave it. I Just don't know what her situation don't. is, but... Yeah. She was my least favorite of the girls on Dance Moms. I mean, it's well, not that yeah. I didn't like her. I just She just annoyed me. Well, and it's her, her personality is just, like, so over the it's top. It's very abrasive. And, like, it's very abrasive. Like, when she was on The Masked Singer, I knew it was her immediately because I recognized her voice. And just her talking when she would be interviewed, like, how she was just, like, She's very nonstop hyper. bouncing in yeah, hyperness. Hyper. Like, okay, fine. Yeah. 
No, I, I'm, she's just, and I'm sure she's great. I'm sure she's right. a good person. I'm sure she is too. I'm just I'm saying, not saying that. I'm of just all saying all of the girls. It, she was like. It you always know. seems weird that it's always like influencers starting crap with other celebrities to like get in the news. Yeah, and it's like just stop. Why well, we do you sort have of to do things like witness that? that with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, right. and then the friend, like her friend, and then there was some stuff starting. And I have to tell you, as a as a very long term fan of Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. I like him. I support him. I believe him. I never once thought I'm going to get into a fight on the internet about right. my beliefs about this person. Right. And that's the oh, shit that do it I all don't the time, get. and it's like that's crazy. what I don't understand. Like people were like in the comments of that TikTok, like talking about how like she should Candace Cameron should be canceled. Oh come on, she should not For get any more jobs what? because she's super Christian and she's against gay people. And it's like she never said she was against gay people. Like just because you're super Christian, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you should align everything people do with being against things. Yeah. But people do. It's such a fine line. Like, if you eat at Chick-fil-A, you don't love your gay relatives. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, eat Chick- I won't eat at Chick-fil-A. Okay, but so. I eat at Chick-fil-A and have gay relatives, and I love my gay relatives. And my gay relatives eat Chick-fil-A. I, so, like... I think that, that that's just... That's your personal right. preference to not put your money to companies Correct. that you but believe are not... Don't people, have the same values as you. I'm saying people will but, go and be like, "Oh, you're not supportive of that person in your life because you spent money there. You shouldn't go to Home Depot because they have that. You shouldn't go here. You shouldn't go there." If we all lived our lives that like that, we could not go anywhere, right? Because there's plenty of companies that discriminate against yes. women that I go to as a woman, right? Like what? But it's funny because I do follow some of those, but that's me. That's right. just if I have a choice between. Lowe's and Home Depot, I'm going to probably right. go to Lowe's. But, you know, that doesn't mean I right. would never go to Home Depot. It's just and, it's not and, my number but one. But it also doesn't mean that people who are going there are going there because they're like, yeah, yeah fuck right. that person or fuck that minority or, I, like, group. I remember something happening in the uh, about this with Ellen DeGeneres and JCPenney. Okay. I remember, and people were like... I don't remember that. Because she became the spokesperson, I believe, for JCPenney or something. Mm-hmm. And people lost their minds over it and they were, like, canceling mm-hmm. JCPenney because of her. So it can be overwhelming and ridiculous oh, yeah, and I'm, insane. I know. But you know what? Shop where you want to shop. Right. Spend your you money where do. you want to spend it. And you don't have to go, like, tell the world or hold signs or whatever. Like, you can also right. just not go to that store if you don't want to. Go right. to that store if you want to. You know. I mean, the whole thing is just crazy. Like, and everything gets turned into, like, a political debate now, no matter what it is. Oh, no matter what. It's like, oh, you did this. So that means if I dissect it 4,000 times, it means that you hate, like, clouds. <laughs> like, I have to something tell you like that. that. I think that this is definitely the ne- most negative thing. The most negative thing about social media, period, yeah. is it's it's. If I think about my life before social media, again, I know we've spoken about this. I had no idea growing up what any political party any of my friends' parents belonged to. Right, just wasn't really spoken and about. Now you know, and now you know, and it's just like I don't know. It's just crazy to me. It's yeah. such a different time. And as as much as technology can give us amazing things, I think this is right. such a negativity attached to it that we all know and we all have to, like, have it thrown in our faces yeah. or, you know, whatever. Right. There's just so much shit and, and division out there. That's 
Right. That's the negative of it. So the, the moral of the story is don't sneak onto your creepy neighbor's property. <laughs> don't make don't. TikToks being jerks to people, even don't. if they were jerks to you, because yeah. why does it matter? And who is that helpful to? No. Nobody. It's negative. Yeah. Just be positive. Especially when you're that famous and you, right. she knew there was going to be You knew what you were going to do, because then you said your crush is Zendaya and that Miley Cyrus is the coolest celebrity. Or, no. Miley Cyrus was some the nicest celebrity yeah, the nicest, you met. I and Elton John was the coolest. Like, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Please. Yeah. She could have just not. You could have just not put, like, rudest. Yeah. You could have not. You could have just said a positive now, one. Are there other. They say it's a trend. It is a trend, but it's. So are it's there not, other people that are calling out rude celebrities? It, there's all sorts of different stuff. It's a, it's a trend where you say, like, oh, this is my TikTok follower crush, and you show a quick picture of, like, their uh, profile. Okay. Like, if you're a famous TikToker, yep. they'll be like, oh, this is my crush and my followers. Oh, this is my celebrity crush. Oh, gotcha. this is blah. So, I mean, some people will say, yeah, like, yes, rudest celebrities. I remember a few years ago, maybe the first year I was on TikTok back when COVID first started and everybody was getting on in 2020, there was a lady who was on there saying that she was was like a dresser for celebrities and that the rudest celebrity she ever worked with was Anna Kendrick and she made like a 15 part video about why Anna Kendrick was such a bitch and like I have always thought about that since then because like yeah. other people came out and agreed but then I'm like but how do you know that she's a bitch or she was just having a bad day exactly because she went yeah. on to date Bill Hader who seems who's like the most laid back guy, guy of yeah. all time and they dated for like two years yeah. so I feel like she can't be that much of a bitch I feel like you're just hitting these people on like weird or off days I mean I have resting bitch face to beat the band everyone would think I was mad all the time if they saw me or I was mean or standoffish yeah. I'm not right. it's I just can't control that yeah so like maybe just like let's not I know I agree with that if I, there's a trend cool do the trend but do it positively especially that's the one thing I can't believe from Jojo Siwa I guess is like yes. she's so for like she's so power positive and like empowerment and positivity and like that stuff so to see her do a yeah. like negative thing is kind of weird so maybe she's trying to change her image persona, oh she sure image. is I mean she cut she all cut her, her hair, hair off. off she doesn't wear yeah. bows anymore no right? Yeah, so maybe she's trying to distance herself from that. And I don't know. I just don't. Maybe she could have done it a different way, but perhaps that's what she's the trying only to do. Warning but I'm guess what? Get. We're talking about her. Right. So well, and everyone worked. is. So it, it did. And that's why I'm saying, that's yeah. why I'm saying, I think that's why she did it. That's yeah. what I've been saying since the beginning of this. Yeah. And everyone, of course, is going to speculate it's because she's in the LGBTQ community and Candace Cameron is Christian, that yeah. that's why she was rude to her. But. Jojo Siwa was not in the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community out in 2019, so that has yeah. nothing to do with that. She was a hyper girl with, I, I saw the picture of them on the show with her, like, bright outfit and her big bow. Yeah. Like... I wonder if something happened backstage. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I don't think it really has to do with that. But people, right. she's not going to say it does, but people are going to infer it does. Right. And it's going to start this whole shit storm now. Yep. Funny so. thing, I didn't, when I when I heard about it, I didn't connect the dots about her Christianity right. or, and I was just like, Oh, that's like rude? every, that's like okay. every single comment on the video is like, okay. oh, it's because she's a Christian, JoJo, so you as a How's, lesbian. Well, and it's like, okay, what maybe. What does Jesus it, teach people? What, <laughs> doesn't Jesus teach people to be kind and yes, accepting so yes. i don't know well but. and again it wasn't if it was like now if it was like i met her last week 
and I'm clearly openly gay, yeah. then like, okay, maybe that's what it was. But I don't think that's what it was. Do you remember there was some controversy with Candace Cameron Burry about a picture that she posted with either, I think, her yes, husband? Her, her husband and her kids. Didn't her husband have his hand on her boob or something was one of the pictures. And the world lost its mind. Yeah. And I was so upset for her because right. I thought, what? She's, she's had a all, couple scandals that are so stupid. Like, they all so went stupid. to that wedding, too. That same wedding where they were all in those dresses yeah. and the husband had his hand there. Yeah. The daughter and her had these dresses on. Now, Candace Cameron has a nice body. She, sure she does. looks amazing. Yeah, she does. So, dress like you but have a nice, amazing body. Like, Jennifer Ander- Jennifer Aniston is so much older than her and dresses however she wants yeah. and nobody gives her crap. Oh, the Christians were ripping her apart for not dressing modestly for the wedding and she was like, I can wear what I'm a grown woman. She And they were like, well, you shouldn't let your daughter dress like that. So she has scandals on both sides for the yeah, dumbest they're coming crap. at her. Those kind of tweet Christians are the, telling it's her that It's just the dumbest should... crap. I just remember something about the her husband, I believe, had the yeah. boob, had the hand on her Oh, boob. I'm sure, because that's, and it's like, you're openly showing, like, marital things. And she was like, excuse me, my husband and I have been married for, I don't know, 20 some odd years. Yeah. He can put his hand on my boob. Like, yeah, I think okay she started dating me. him when she was like 19 yeah. or something. That just, that, I was so upset about that because I thought, <laughs> even if she wasn't married, yeah. if it was her friend, her boyfriend, right. her whatever, it's her body. Right. And if she... It thought it was okay that his hand was there and they took yeah. a picture and it was cute and funny. Who the hell is anybody else to, to right. trash her for that? Right, exactly. So I was pissed we're, about that. We're not really defending or dogging anyone in this no, situation. Just, just saying, like, just have be positive. Use social media for good and positivity. <laughs> especially positive. if you have a big platform like that. Yeah. That's all I have to say. How about, about that. live and let live? And what a weird turn from our Urban Legends yeah. video. But it did correlate to them like going on that man's lawn because people yes. were saying like this is the downfall of society is mobs of people will come after you because of a rumor. Yeah. Because, like everybody says, there's three sides to every story. Yes. JoJo's, Candace's, and, and the, the truth, truth of what actually happened. Right. So, I do appreciate the fact that Candace didn't come out to say, this is what happened when I met her. She was just like, nope, I'm not yeah. falling to that level as an almost 50-year-old woman. When they go low, yes, we go sit, high. We go high, exactly. So, I, I think that that's and perfect. And, again, she shouldn't be beefing with a 20-year-old. Is JoJo Siwa even 20? Is she 21, maybe? But she shouldn't be beefing with her. But she was She's just living her, her life. Kid. Kids. Minding her business, and then I'm sure somebody was like, "Did you see? Did you see the TikTok and about she was you?" Probably like, oh my god, She's it was probably like, her kids. Yeah. Like, mom, yeah, right. mom, what did you do? Yeah. How? Why were you rude to her? Yeah, and she's like, "What? That was three years ago. I don't know." Can you? Ma-? She's probably going, "Oh god, what oh did my I god. say? What did my I do? anxiety did I? would make yeah. me relive that moment forever yes. if that happened yes. to me? I would right. be like, "Oh my god, what did I do?" And then when I pinpointed it, I would be like. How can I change this? I can't. Yeah. So. So, yeah. But we'll have to wait to see how this all plays out and see if anything else comes out. And if anybody wants to give us your two cents about this or any other urban legends from Illinois or Indiana, you can email us at coworkerskillingtime at gmail.com. Yes. You can check out pictures from this episode and other episodes by going to our Instagram at Coworkers Killing Time on Instagram. And you can follow us on Facebook if you don't have Instagram, but you do have Facebook to also see all the pictures and our updates. And that is Facebook.com. Search Coworkers Killing Time Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.